Christ also told us that there is only one way to end the Luciferian conspiracy, and that is to teach the whole truth concerning it to the people of all nations. He assured us that if we made the truth generally known and explained to the masses that the Lutheran ideology requires our absolute enslavement, body, mind, and soul, the reaction will be such that public opinion will become a greater force and they could control. Why some Pythe both admit this truth? They insist that any Illuminati executive so much as suspected a defectant must be executed as a traitor. Weissup and Pike both admit this truth. They insist that defecting must be executed as a traitor. Weissup wrote that if one man was allowed to divulge their secret, their plans could be set back 3,000 years or ended completely. This is very consoling information. It is to carry out this mandate as given to us by Christ. Then we tell how Wysup used Thomas Jefferson to transfer the revised version of the Luciferian Conspiracy to America. Jefferson was among the financiers, politicians, economists, scientists, industrialists, professing men, and religious leaders who accept the idea that a one-world government directed by men of brains Luminous was the only way to end wars and revolutions. Jefferson was so high in the executive councils of the Illuminati that he secretly had their insignia inscribed upon the back of the great seal of America, in readiness for the day they would take over the government. The information will shock a great number of American citizens, so we will quote authentic documents. Let's see, awesome. authentic documents and historical events, knowledge of which had been carefully withheld from the general public in Canada and the USA. 1789, John Robinson himself, a high mason, confirmed that the Illuminati had infiltrated into American Masonic lodges. July 19, 1798, David A. Papon, president of Harvard University, Warn the graduating class regarding the influence alumni was having on American politics and religion. We wonder what he would have to say about Harvard itself if he were alive today. Thanksgiving Day, 1789. Jedediah Morse preached against Illuminism. He warned his congregation and the people of the United States that Illuminists cover their true purpose by infiltrating into Masonic lodges and hiding their subversive acts and intentions under the cloak of philanthropy. 1799. John Coase Ogden exposed the fact that Illuminists in New England were indefatigably engaged in destroying religion and government in America under feigned regard for their safety. 1800. John Quincy Adams opposed Jefferson for the presidency of the United States. Adams had organized the New England Masonic Lodges. He wrote three letters to Colonel William L. Stone, exposing Jefferson's subversive acti <coughs> activities. The information contained in these letters is credited with enabling Adams to win the election. 
The letters refer to our Orwer on exhibition in the Rittenhouse Square Library of Philadelphia. 1800, Captain William Moore took upon himself the duty of informing other Masons how and why the Illuminati were using their lodges subversive purposes. The Illuminati delegated one of their members, Richard Howard, to execute Morton as a traitor. Morgan tried to escape to Canada. Canada, he failed. Avery Allen made an affidavit and swore that he had heard Richard Howe report to a meeting of Knights Templar in St. John's Hall, New York, how he had completed his mission to execute Morgan successfully. Arrangements had been made to ship Howard back to Liverpool, England. Masonic records prove that as a result of this incident, thousands of Masons seceded from the northern jurisdiction. 1829, an English luminous named Fanny Wright lectured to a carefully select group of luminous in the new Masonic Temple in New York. She explained the Lutheran ideology regarding free love and sexual liberty. She also informed the American luminous it was intended to organize and finance atheistic communism for the purpose of furthering their own secret plans, and the ambition among those who helped put this phase of the Lucerne conspiracy into effect were Clinton Roosevelt, a direct ancestor of FDR Roosevelt, Horace Greeley, and Charles Dada. 1834, to cover up their, their real purpose, the above name organized the local focal party. 1835, they changed the name to the Whig Party and used it to raise the funds and to finance Mordecai Mark Levi, also Karl Marx. While he wrote the Communist Manifesto and Des Capital in Soho, London, England, both these publications were written under direct supervision of the Illuminati. They were designed to enable the Illuminati to organize atheistic communism as required by Adam Weiss's plan in 1776. 1834, the Illuminati appointed Gossip Mazzini in their Director of Political Action. This title was covered up for the Office of Director of Revolutionary Activities. Leon de Ponsions on page 65 confirms what I have published in this regard in Pawns in the Game and Red Fog over America. That Mazzini was in close contact with and directed the revolutionary activities of leaders located throughout the entire world. Mazzini met Albert Pike, General Albert Pike, shortly after President Jefferson Davis had disbanded his Indian auxiliary troops on account of atrocities they had committed under the cloak of war. Pike was totalitarian-minded and ready to agree to join the Illuminati. 1850, at the age of 41, Albert Pike infiltrated in Freemasonry and was initiated into the Western Star Lodge in Little Rock, Arkansas. Backed by the Illuminati, his rise within Masonry was phenomenal. 1859, on January 2nd, Pike was elected Sovereign Grand Commander of the Supreme Council of the Southern Jurisdiction of USA. He came in close in contact with Adept of the Lutheran Creed named Moses Holbrook, who was Sovereign Commander of the Supreme Council of Charleston, South Carolina. Together, they worked out the ritual for a modernized version of the Lutheran Black Mass, which is based in Kabbalistic teachings. Then Holbrook died, and Pike introduced the Adonaside Mass to be used by those who had been admitted into the full secret and the final degree of the new Paladin rites. The ritual of the Adonaside Mass 
requires the stubborn to initiate the priestess who plays the part of Eve and the pleasures of sex as taught to Eve by Satan. Thus, Satan's victory over Eve is perpetuated, and those present are reminded how sex is still used to cause those they were wished to control to defect from God also. The ritual also requires the immolation of a victim, human, animal, or fowl. The sacred is offered to Lucifer to commemorate the synagogue of Satan's victory over Christ. The blood of the victim is passed around and sipped by those present, then parts of the flesh are eaten. This is done to ridicule Christ for telling us that he who eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood will have eternal life. No, Chicago police are still investigating three such ritual murders. The celebrant also desecrates and defiles a host consecrated by a priest of the Roman Catholic Church. This act is performed to prove to those present that God, Aldani, is not supreme. It also indicates determination of those present to destroy all other religions. No, just recently, Agenture of the Illuminati stole the tabernacle out of a Roman Catholic church in New Jersey to obtain consecrated hosts. All Adonisai masses terminate in an orgy, eating, drinking, and sexual indulgence. Pike rule that in order for an Adam of the highest degrees to be complete control of his passage, which deletes so many hearts astray, thou must use women often and without passion. Thou wilt thus become masters of thy desires, and thou wilt enchant women. Pike also wrote, The lodges of brotherhood, brothers, which failed to annex a lodge of sisters for the common use, is incomplete. See page 570 of La Femme and Landance La France Commune Universalis by A.C. de la Rive, which deals woman into Palladina rites. Wilma Monaste died after being used as a priestess at the Adonsai Mass. She had taken part in a sexual marathon. She died of an overdose of drugs administered to stimulate the sexual appetite and from physical exhaustion. Her body was found on a beach near Naples in Italy. The scandal involved high officials of both church and state in Italy. Because of his diligence in the Luciferian cause, Pike was elected sovereign pontiff of universal Freemasonry. As such, he was assisted by ten ancients of the Supreme Lodge of the Grand Orient of Charleston, South Carolina. Working in the mansion he built in Little Rock, Arkansas, 1840, he drew up the blueprint for the final stages of the Luciferian conspiracy. As we will prove later, the final social chalism is to be between the masses controlled by atheist communists and by the masses which adhere to the Christian religion. It is this diabolical plan which justifies the definition of the word goyim, to mean human cattle, being prepared for the slaughter. In order to put this diabolically inspired plot into effect, Pike organized the new Palladinian rites. He ordered Mazzini to establish supreme councils in Rome and Berlin to work in cooperation with the headquarters he had established in Charleston, South Carolina. The supreme council in Rome was to direct political action. The one in Berlin was to be the dogmatic directory. The three supreme councils were to direct the subversive activities of the 20 other councils Pike organized in strategic locations, North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, and Oceania. No, it was executive members of these councils who flew to Georgia to attend the secret meetings, 
held in the King and Prince Hotel at St. Lyman's Simon's on February 14th to 17th, 1957, as reported in the May issue of NBN. To prove that, the full secret is only made known to those who qualify for initiation in the final degree of the Palladian Rite, which makes them members of the Great White Lodge and High Priests of the Luciferian Creed. We will quote a letter written by Manzini to Dr. Rendenstein before he was made adept of the final rite. He wrote, We form an associate of brothers in all points of the globe. We wish to break every yoke. Yet there is one that is unseen, that can be hardly felt, yet that weighs on us. Whence comes it? Where is it? No one knows, or at least no one tells. This association is secret even to us, the veterans of secret societies. In order to be able to provoke the final social catalysm between socialism and Christians, Pike had to put Illuminus in control of the Vatican's political policies. To enable the Illuminati to infiltrate into the Vatican, Pike ordered Mazzini to build up an anti-Vatican atmosphere in Europe until, as we know, the lives of all within the Vatican were threatened. Then Karl Rothschild, the son of Mayor Anselm Rothschild, who financed Wysup's organization of the Illuminati intervened on behalf of the Vatican on the grounds that he wished to prevent unnecessary bloodshed. Thus, when the highest members of the Illuminati won the gratitude and appreciation of the Pope and Vatican officials, he then placed agentry of the Illuminati within the Vatican as experts and advisors of financial finance and politics. Thus, they made good why says both when he wrote, We will infiltrate into that place, the Vatican, and once inside, we will never come out. We will bore from within until it remains nothing but an empty shell. Since the Illuminati infiltrate into the Vatican, those who directed the Luciferian conspiracy have fomented two world wars, which divide Christendom into opposing armies. Christians of all denominations blew each other off the face of this earth by the millions. The net result is a masses controlled by atheistic communism are now equal in strength to what remains of Christendom. What has happened today is strictly in accordance with Weishaupt's revision of the Luciferian conspiracy. How it has happened is strictly in keeping with the blueprint of action drawn up by Albert Pike, 1850-1886, in his mansion in Little Rock, Arkansas. The secret archives of the Vatican are more complete than any other in this world. What a difference there would have been in the pages of history if the Illuminati had not had the power of imposing a conspiracy of science upon all governments, political and religious. I have many letters from Paris who have lived in Rome and studied in the Vatican. They give a wealth of evidence to prove that the Holy Father is little better than a prisoner within the Vatican, in the same way that the President of the United States is a prisoner within the White House, the Queen of England a prisoner in Buckingham Palace, and Crucifix a prisoner within the Kremlin. Only once in recent years has a constant surveillance maintained over the Pope been relaxed. That was when His Holiness was thought to be a death's door. We are told he had sunk so low that only a modern male could have given him the strength to summon an official he knew he could trust. He ordered this official to send out an appeal and ask all Catholics to 
pray for the silent church. Pike restricted initiation into the new Palladian rite to men and women who had been proved to have defect from God and sold their souls to Satan in return for material process and carnal pleasures. But this, such is a cunning and guile of those who control the synagogue of Satan that not even members of the new Palladian rite are admitted to the full secret until they have been tested further. The manner in which the great white lodge, the high priest of Lucifer and maintained their secret was fully illustrated when another act of God caused top-secret documents issued by Pike to fall into hands others than intended. Mezian died in 1872. Pike picked Adrian Lemay to succeed him as director of political action. Lemay had been initiated in the new Palestinian right. He was a worshiper of Satan. Pike instructed him in the full secret. He explained that Lucifer is the only God other than Adonai, and that the ultimate purpose of the continuum conspiracy is to impose the Lucifer ideology upon mankind. The facts surrounding this incitement were disclosed by Margiela's book, Adrian Lemmy, Chef Supreme des France Masons. The fact that only the few initiated in the highest degree of the Palladian rites are in possessions of the full secret was proven again when Pike found it necessary to issue the following letters of instruction to those luminous he had selected to direct the activities of the 23 councils he had established throughout the world. A copy of this letter data, July 14, 1889, also got astray. It is quoted by A.C. Deliver on page 587, La Femme et la France dans la We quote, That which, that which we must say to the crowd is we worship God, but it is the God that one adores without superstition. The Messiah religion should be all by all of us initiates of the high degrees. Maintain the purity of the Luciferian doctrine. If Lucifer were not God, would any whose deeds prove his cruelty, perfidy, and hatred of men, barbarianism, and repulsion for science, would I and his priests calumniate him? Yes. Lucifer is God, and fortunately Adani is also God. But the eternal law is that there is no light without shade, no beauty without ugliness, no white without black, but the absolute can only exist as two gods. Thus the doctrine of Satan as a heresy and a true and pure philosophical religion is a belief of Lucifer, the equal of Adani, but Lucifer, God of light and God of good, is struggling for humanity against Adani, the God of darkness and evil. History proves since 1776 the conspiracy has been Developed exactly as Weisop intended, simply because those who direct it have been able to maintain a secrecy regarding their ultimate intention to enslave what remains of the human race, body, mind, and soul. We will we will reveal. We will now reveal the plans. The Illuminati attended, attend to follow from now to the end. Both Weissup and Pike require that political Zionism be organized, financed, and controlled by Illuminati so it could be used first to create a sovereign state in which they, the Illuminati, would crown their leader, King Despot of the entire universe. 
and secondly, to enable Illuminati to foment World War III. Political Zionism was organized by Hersey, 1897. Can any person still able to exercise his God-given intellect deny that this part of the plot isn't being developed right now? In the, middle, in the near and Middle East. If we permit World War III to break out, Zionism and the Muslim world will be wiped out. And the remaining nations eliminated as world powers and only atheists and communism and Christianity will remain standing between the Illuminati and their goal. In a letter, Pike wrote to Mazzini, August 15, 1871. He explains what is to happen when World War III has ended. A copy of this letter is or was in the library of the Britain Imperial Museum, London, England. We, the Illuminati, shall unleash the capitalism, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effects of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority or revolutions will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude this moment without compass anxious for an ideal but without knowing where to render its adoration will receive the true light through the universal manifestations of the pure doctrine of lucifer but falling out in the public view, a manifestation which will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. If any person still doubts the truth, let me tell that person that his eminence cardinal, E. Rodriguez of Chile, tried to warn both Catholics and Masons of their pending fate in 1925. When FDR Roosevelt was elected President of the United States of America, he was so sure the conspiracy would reach its final goal during his lifetime that in 1933, he had the Illuminati insignia, which Jefferson secretly had embossed on the back of the American Great Seal, printed on the back of American dollar bills. This was notified Illuminati throughout the world that the Illuminati were now in absolute control of American finance, politics, and the social sciences. Roosevelt called this the New Deal. Roosevelt's foreign policy built up atheistic communism until it was equal in strength in every way to that of Christendom. He was so confident that he would be the first king despot that he had the audacity in 1942 to tell Winston Churchill, the time has come when the British Empire must be dissolved in the interest of world peace. This instance took place in Valentine Harbour, Newfoundland, when they first met to discuss NATO. To what kind of peace did Roosevelt refer? Peace under a Luciferian dictatorship is what he meant. We will now show how the Illuminati infiltrated into the British royal household. Since 1942, Louis Montembeau has been the power behind the throne in Britain. Under his influence and direction, India and several other parts of the British Empire have gained the independence. This is a polite way of saying they have seceded from British crown. What the public thought was wishful thinking on Roosevelt's part is rapidly becoming an accomplished fact. 
Rosa knew what the Illuminati had planned. His slip of the tongue when talking to Churchill proves the truth of the old saying. When drink is in, the truth will out. The fact remains that the British Empire in less than 50 years has been reduced from the greatest power on earth to a third class part power. Britain's queen is married to Admiral Mountbatten's nephew, Philip, was adopted by the Admiral when a young boy. Everyone knows that Prince Philip had extremely liberal views and opinions. Very few know he was privately educated at his uncle's instigation at Gordistan, Scotland by Dr. Kurt Hahn, an Illuminist Hitler kicked out of Germany. Dr. Hahn is unquestioning editor of the Illuminati in Germany. He served on the executive committee on the Communist Party, but he is not an atheist. He directed the communist policy in Germany so that it enabled the Illuminati to foment World War II. Take him away, you wish. The fact remains, he is a fully informed, highly trained, experienced subversive Gorestan school, is only one of three he has established in accordance with his plan for the Illuminati to indoctrinate and train use of well-bred families with international leanings to be agent of the Illuminati. The other two schools Dr. Kurt Hahn established are located in Salem, Germany, and Antifiol, Greece. We want to make it absolutely clear the NBM does not repeat, not say that use so train the purpose of for which they are being trained. E.H. was one youth, so trained. He came to a very sticky end. So do many of the others. They are just pawns in the game. Queen Elizabeth II is also head of the Protestant Church in England, obviously because of forces beyond her control. Canon C.E. Raven has been appointed spiritual advisor to the royal household. The canon has been married three times. His sir's wife professed to be an atheist. She was publicized as a heroine of the French resistance movement. One thing is certain, since... This appointment was made. Her Majesty has never made reference to God Almighty in her Christmas messages to her people. But, most significantly, in her last address, she used the jargon of the Illuminati and said, The chain reaction of powers of light to eliminate the new age, new world order ahead of us. Such is the power of those who direct the Illuminati that they instructed another of their agenture to celebrate Elizabeth's accession to the throne by having this German-born Canadian artist altered the photo of her majesty and proved to be used on Canadian banknotes. Han Clever concealed the face of Satan in her hairdo of the queen. In Illuminati symbolism, this meant we now have the ear of the queen. Our agents are so close to her person. She doesn't even suspect their presence. NPM brought this outrage to the attention of the Canadian House of Commons. The O, Mr. John Blackmore, PM, and as a result, new plates were made and new banknotes issued. We have tried to inform the Queen, husband, of the true purpose of the Illuminati, but so far without success. Since Roosevelt died, American foreign policy and that of the UNO has been decided by the Illuminus on the Council of Foreign Relations, who occupy the Harold Pratt Building in New York. This headquarters of international trade was provided and is financed by the Rockefellers, Ford, and Carnegie Tax-Free Foundation. Since the turn of the century, the Rockefellers have taken over direction of the continuing conspiracy from the Rothschild. The foreign policy has been contained communism, not to destroy its international communism, has to be kept equal in strength to the whole of Christendom. 
Otherwise, Pike's diabolical plan for the final social catalyst cannot be put into effect. It is this policy which explains why MacArthur was allowed to destroy communism during war Korean War. It was this policy that caused the UN to demand that Britain and France withdraw their troops when they landed in Suez with the firm intent of putting an end to Nasser Silver's activities in Egypt and the Middle East. When Mark MacArthur persisted in his intention and destroyed communism. He was fired. When Nathan Eden went troops into Egypt, he also was fired. For what? In Asia, those who direct the Illuminati? Since Jefferson's time, the citizens of the USA have gradually been conditioned for the day when the Illuminati decide to take over. Exactly the same thing has been going on in Canada. We will know the hour of subjugation has arrived when the President of the United States of America and the Prime Minister of Canada declare a state of emergency and set of military dictators at the pretense that suggests actions necessary to protect the people from communist aggression. The communist parties in both our countries are being contained because the Illuminati intend to use them to bring about the state of the emergency. The FBI and the RCMP could, in 40 hours, clean out every communist and every other kind of type of subverts if permitted to do so. The heads of the FBI and the RCMP know who are the secret powers. Only the general support of the public will free them from the chains which which they, like the rest of us, are bound. When the communists are ordered to revolt, they will be allowed to run wild as they were in Russia until they have murdered everybody whose names are on the Illuminized liquidation list. Then the agenture of the Illuminati will appear upon the scene and take over control under the pretense they are the saviors of the people. Lenin boasted, when the time arrives, the United States will fall into our Illuminati's hands like overripe fruit. The plan by which the Illuminati intend to take over from the commons completed. The personnel have been selected to carry out the details of the plan. They are being trained in the building in Chicago known as 1313, E63. It is located on property belonging to the University of Chicago. This Illuminous Training Center is financed by the same foundations that finance the Council of Foreign Relations in New York. The Illuminous engaged in this project call themselves the Public Administration Services. They <coughs> pretend to prove the civic government and social services. In reality, they train select Agent, selected agent tour to occupy key position all levels of civic government. Graduate of the public administration services have already been placed as specialists, experts and advisors by alumni with the following associations. The policy of those who direct the public administration services in 1313 is to get agents to train under them appointed as city managers. The city managers then appointed other graduates of 1313 as heads of the various civic departments. These, in turn, bring in others trained in 1313 until they have control of the municipal government at the top. They pretend they work in interests of efficiency. What they do in actual fact is assert the powers of the elaborate. Dade County and Miami and Chicago are already controlled by graduates for 1313. In case of Miami, it was necessary that this control be established immediately. Southern Florida is one of the sanctuaries of the alumni. They must be in position to bring their friends into that sanctuary, exclude from it those whom they have no use if and when a state merchant is declared. 
Luminous in Chicago and Miami control the civic administration, not the people. Within the walls of 1313, Agent Terry Illuminati are being trained how they are taken over municipal governments and the state parliaments, a subject of Goyan, human profit. When ordered to do so, they are told how the people sent to save the masses from further per- persecutions at the hands of communists. They are taught how to lead the masses from the communist oppression and place them under new subjection by the Illuminati. That ladies and gentlemen, is the setup. If you wish to become a better informed about 1313, send for a closer up. CEO, Time for the Truth Press, P.O. Box 2223, Palm Beach, USA. On a side note of that, I'm not sure if that exists anymore. And the only thing I can say about that is that best thing to do is to look it up and find out yourself. Or I might find out later. Our purpose in writing this article is to prove that the Illuminati was organized by Weissup, direct Luciferian conspiracy to its final goal, to prove that Illuminati is controlled at the top by the synagogue of Satan. The SOS, in turn, is controlled, led by a few who are, in actual fact, the high priests of the Luciferian creed, also known as the Great White Lodge. We have also tried to prove that the hidden purpose of the Luciferian hierarchy is to prevent us establishing God's plan for the rule of creation upon this earth in order to print God's will being done here as it is in heaven. Their objective is to oppose the Luciferian doctrine upon mankind and force their aids by Satan despotism. For purposes of deception, they refer to Luciferian totalitarian dictatorship as the new world, the new order. The Lucifer ideology requires the new order shall consist of two classes, governors and slaves. The ruler and his governors will consist of the high priests of the Luciferian creed, their Illuminati and top-level agentur, a few millionaires, scientists, economists, and professional men who have proved themselves devoted to Luciferian cause with sufficient police and soldiers to enforce obedience upon the Goyans. All other human beings are to be reduced to one common level by interbreeding white, blacks, yellows, and reds. The mongrelization of the human race is to be speedily accomplished by artificial insemination. Women will be scientifically selected and used as human incubators. They will be made pregnant with semen taken from specifically selected males. The birth rates will be strictly limited to the requirement of the states. And it is written, the Lamas will plan. After we obtain control, the very name of God will be erased from the lexicon of life. In the jargon of Luni, this means the scientifically applied psychopolitics brainwashing will be used to obliterate from the minds of the human slaves all knowledge of Almighty God. The Illuminates intend to make zombies of all those for whom they do not have special use. Let me issue this final warning. Wars, regardless of whether they be called aggressive or preventive revolutions, regardless of whether or not they be called counter-revolution, racial intolerance, religious intolerance, racial religious bigotry, and persecution and hatred will not provide a solution to our problem. Only by making the whole truth known will we put an end to the Luciferian conspiracy upon this earth. If we continue to keep silence because of risks involved, the Luciferian conspiracy will progress to the final social 
catalysm when the goyim with the use of atomic bombs and nerve gas will slaughter each other by tens of millions while the Illuminati and their friends bask in the luxury on the sunny beaches of their sanctuaries. Those who wish to stand up and be counted as for God and against Lucifer don't need arms. They don't need money. All they need is set forth clearly in the scriptures reading Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 17. Brethren, be strengthened in the Lord in his power. Put on the armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but is against principalities and the powers against the rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual fortress of wickedness on high. Therefore, take up the armor of God that you may resist in the evil day and stand in all things perfect. Stand therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of justice, having your feet shod with the readiness of the gospel of peace. In all things, take up the shield of faith with which you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the most wicked one. And take unto you the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. That is the word of God. Could anything be plainer or clearer? The only people we should hate are those of the synagogue of Satan. They are wolves in sheep's clothing. Those are the ones Christ hated and exposed. If we break the conspiracy of science, if we insist that our elected representatives stop snowing playing politics and gain to work and establish God's plan for the rule of creation on this earth, then God will intervene on behalf of those who prove they wish to be of his elect. The issue is up to us. It is we who must make the decision. If we sincerely wish to live for all eternity known to God's plan, then the only way we can prove our sincerity is to work to put his plan into operation on the earth. God's plan is detailed in the Holy Scriptures. It is in accordance with the United Nations Charter or the ideas bonded by the One Worlders. Mail or distribute copies of this issue to everyone you can think of. It is marvelous the results that are obtained when a few copies fall into good hands. If you believe that we have explained, then it is your duty to pass this knowledge on to as many others as you can contact. Some few will accept the knowledge and truth. Others will reject it. This is not your concern. You will be judged by the effort you put into the work, not by the results you obtain. You don't have to make yourself a pest. Use patience instead of a club. Use reason instead of abuse. Be kind and considerate instead of pugnacious and aggressive. Start people thinking and let them feel they thought the matter out themselves. Those who serve the alumni and devote every waking hour to further their cause. Can we, if we wish, to earn our eternal reward? Do less. We need the cooperation of the clergy of all religions, which teach belief in God other than Lucifer. We particularly need the active interest of all ministers of the Christian religion. If we can persuade them to lift the lid and break the conspiracy of silence and tell the whole truth to their congregation, the Illuminati will not be able to proceed with their plan to form at World War III and the final social catalysm. The order, the ordained priests of God assume the greatest responsibility when they accept holy orders, regardless of what the consequences may be. They are in duty and honor, bound to tell the members of their flocks the whole truth. If they don't leave their charges, innocent victims of those who seek possession of their moral souls. In conclusion, I ask the 400 
billion Catholics scatter throughout the world this question. If what I explain in this article is not the truth, why do you recite the following prayer after every low mass? Holy St. Michael, Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our safeguard against the snares and wickedness of the devil. May God rebuke him. We humbly pray and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust down to hell Satan and all wicked spirits who wander through this world seeking the ruins of souls. Either what we tell you regarding the Lucifer conspiracy is the truth, or else the words of those above prayer are nonsense. I know who composes great prayer. I have told you why he composes. I feel certain God is ready to heed our prayers just as soon as we prove by actions we are worthy of his intervention. All right. I came to the end of this. And I will. there is a link at the bottom of this so you can read it for yourself. And that's it. Just read it for yourself and pass it along to others. Let me go and say this, that there are two things that I don't agree with him on. Number one, he says that you don't need arms. You do need arms. You know, arm yourself if you can. And there's nothing wrong with owning a gun. Remember what Jesus said. He says, if you got to sell your cloak to get a sword, then get a sword. In this day and age, if you got to go get a gun, then go get a gun. You know... The New World Order is going to happen eventually, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Henry Kissinger says that the only way the New World Order can cover across the world is this, is when the United States joins them. The United States is in the way, and right now the United States will not join them. I think... For the United States to join the new war order is going to be when the Antichrist is revealed. And I believe whoever the president or the leader of this country is, he or she will hand over the authority to the Antichrist. The Antichrist has not been revealed yet. We don't know if he has existed yet, if he's been born, or whatever. We don't know. I mean, we'll know. I mean, if you study the Bible, you'll know when he will exist. You know, God, Jesus is perfectly clear that the end will not come until the gospel is preached to all nations. And God knows when that will be. And the signs will be obvious, just like the change of seasons. We know when summer's coming. We know when spring's coming because we see things and we feel things. And so... When the Antichrist is revealed, we will know. <laughs> when the Antichrist is revealed, that's when we could say, okay, the end is coming. For all we know is we are either at the beginning of the birth pains or are in the birth pains. Then the tribulation will come. Now, what I like to do is I like to kind of just give you guys a little brief timeline on the Illuminati. Oh, not there. All right, right here. It's a short timeline. You can look at the www.liveabout.com, the Illuminati history. This kind of...
of the timeline. Right here, because 1773, Adam Weisslap becomes professor of Canadian law at the University of English. That unusual honor for a lay person. And then... And then 1776, taking the name of Brother Spartacus, forms for a secret policy... Pause right there. Let's see. Had a little malfunction with technology. Technology is good when it's working the way we want it to work. Okay. All right, I'm back. In 1776, Adam Weissot takes the name Brother Spartacus. Weissot forms a secret society called the Order of the Illuminati. So, 17 May, I think it was in May, May 76. The Illuminati begins, and this kind of gives you a timeline, and if you have a chance to check it out, you know, it's kind of worthy to get an idea of all that has happened. All right, well, we have come to the end of this, and I look forward to sharing of what I know so that we could be more aware of what is going on. The end.